We want to praise your holy name. We are grateful to you for the opportunity to come before your presence and to bring our thanks offering unto you. To say we are grateful. We are grateful. When we didn't deserve all the things that you have done for us. Many were the mistakes that we made. But Lord, in your mercy, you overlooked it. Many are the plottings against our lives. But you delivered us from the snare of the father. And like the psalmist said, my soul is escaped as a bed. Out of the snare of the father. The snare is broken and we escape. Our help is in the name of the Lord. We thank you for bringing us this far. That you pulled us from the valley state. And placed us on the mountain top. For a glorious exhibition. To you be thanks. To you be all praise. All adoration. In Jesus name. Everybody say a big amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our God deserves to be praised. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said he deserves to be praised. God has been too good to us. When you forget what has been done for you, you are ungrateful. And it means that you don't qualify for anything to be done for you again. Failure to remember what has been done for you qualifies you such that nothing good should be done for you again. But when you thank God and appreciate him you empower him for him to do more for you and you draw his presence towards you. Because Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. That's Psalm 22 verse 3. And so if you want God to inhabit your life inhabit your business learn to give him thanks and learn to give him praise that's why the psalmist said in Psalm 92 from start verse number 1 it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name O Most High so what we have done today is a good thing and we have followed scripture to show forth your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to share something brief with us today. As I began last Sunday, we are commemorating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the question is, who is Jesus? Ask your friend, who is Jesus? When somebody asks you a question, who is Jesus? You should be able to tell him something. When somebody asks your father's name, you should be able to say some things about your father. So when somebody asks you, who is Jesus? You should also be able to say something about him. So in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 to 7, before this Jesus came 
unto the earth. There's a prophecy regarding his life. There are people that before they are born, they speak about them before they come to pass. I actually want you to know that before you were born, your life story has been written in the heavens to be played on earth. That is why you've got to cooperate with God so that there will not be any demonic interventions and interferences the Bible says, unto us a child is born. Take note of it. Unto us a child is born. And unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. It means that this, there's going to be a born a child. There's going to be given to us a son. Somebody say a child. And a son. And what shall happen to him? The government. The rulership. Shall be upon his shoulder. Shoulder is talking about responsibility. His name shall be called Wonderful. So this son's name is Wonderful. His works are wonderful. His deeds are wonderful. He's called counselor. He's the advisor. He will direct you by his word. He's the mighty God. There may be God, but he's the mighty God. He is the mighty God. He's not a weak God. He's not a miniature God. He's a mighty God. And he's the everlasting father. He lives forever. Father comes from the word pattern which means source. He is going to be your everlasting source. Your human fathers may be a source for today. Some human fathers will provide for you for 20 days. 21 years. And that is the end. But this father is the everlasting father. His father forever. Father when you are young. Father when you are a teenager. Father when you are middle aged, Father, when you grow old, Father, when you are sick, Father, when you are hungry, Father, when you are single, Father, when you are married, Father, when you are parents, everlasting Father, and He is a Prince of Peace. Who, when He comes into your life, the peace of God comes into your life of the increase of His government, of the increase of His government, and peace, there shall be no. And it means that his rulership increases and his peace abounds and upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with a judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever and he said the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. That zeal of the Lord of hosts was the power of the Holy Ghost that came upon Mary for the immaculate conception of Jesus and the incarnation. So who is this Jesus? Number one, Jesus is the son of God. Or was the son of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say, Jesus is the son of God. Jesus. And because Jesus was the son of God, he could be touched 
with our infirmities. Yet to me, the yari wany na eman. We we could be touched with our feelings. Jesus was born as sorry. He was as, uh, first of all, he was son of man. So say son of man. And every man has a feeling. Every man gets hungry. Thirsty. Tired. Weak. Has all kinds of feelings. So for God to save us, He came in the form of a flesh to identify with us. So that he can feel the way we feel. So that at any point in time, when we call on him, because he has felt our feelings, he is in a position to help us. See, I know a pastor. He used to be very poor. But later, God bless him so much. And I heard his son saying, he doesn't know what poverty is. The watch he wears is over $200,000. His watch. So, such a guy, if you tell him that I am hungry, pray for me. If you tell him that I need $10 to buy food. If you tell him that my clothes are tattered. If you tell him that I have four holes in my panties. He will not understand it. He, he has not felt that pain before. But somebody who has sat tattered clothes before and six holes in the panties and holes under the shoe that today he's blessed when somebody says I need a pair of shoes he says I have got some there let me take some of mine and give to you because I know how to wear shoes that are holes in it so that when you are walking it absorbs water and your socks get Soaked up. Jesus came onto the earth as a son of man to feel your feelings so that when you call on God, He will hear you. And that's why Jesus said in John chapter 14, 13 and 14, He said, Whatever you shall ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Why will he do it? Because he came as a son of man to feel our feelings. That's why Jesus is a son of man. But the question, the question is, why did he come as a son of man? John chapter 16, verse 13 to 17. Sorry, Matthew 16, 13 to 17. Matthew. The Bible says, and when, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Watch it. I, the son of man, am. So he said, I, the son of man, am. Go back. I want you to have a look at that scripture. Who do men say that I, the son of man, someone says son of man. Son of man means he has a son. Huh? He was what? Son of what? Man. Onipa. So Jesus came as Onipa. Amen. Amen. Now, he came 
as a son of man in order to identify with our sins and our pains and so that he can represent us in death. Now, in John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, the Bible says that, put your hand over there, I want to show you something. God is a spirit. So we say, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, when man sinned, now the, now, the devil is also a spirit. Is that right? Yeah. Now, when man sinned, man has to be saved. But a man that has to be saved must be saved by a man who is not under the devil. But everybody born from the seed of Adam has a sinful seed. And David said, In sin was I conceived. And who says that the soul that sinner shall die? So you realize that any human being that is born has an innate sin nature. He's a sinner not because he does bad things, but he's a sinner because of the fact that the sin nature is in him. He can't help it than to do bad things. So human beings, practically, we are not good. There is no human being that is good. It's not because of the fact that we are generally some people do bad things, but because of the fact that sin nature is in us. If you are born by African parents, you are an African. If you are born by European parents, you are an European. So the gene for being an European is in you. And so when somebody steps on your leg, you say, ouch. But the African, the African will only say, our trend is pretending. In this unguarded moment, when you press, they say, Ajay! And you shall look at your job. You will add Cho to it. Then you are knowing, you are, you are getting to know the source of the person. Can I have an amen? Amen. So now, for God to save man, now, anybody who lives on earth must have a body. So say must have a body. Must have a body. So if God is coming to live on earth, God is coming to save man. And remember that man must save man. But the man that must save man must not be under the devil. Anybody born by Adam is under the devil because he submitted to the devil. So for now God to come, who is a spirit to come and save man and anybody to stay on the earth legitimately the person must have a body. So a body has to be prepared for Jesus. Is somebody here with me? Am I preaching? Hebrews chapter 10 verse number 5. I want you to understand scriptures very well. So here the Bible says Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offerings thou would not, but a body has thou prepared me. So a body was prepared for Jesus. Amen. Amen. And that's how come Jesus came to dwell onto the earth. Now, in Luke chapter 1, Oh, I feel like working the word. Am I working the word? Yes. In Luke chapter 1, a virgin went to, an angel went to Mary. 
and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Then Mary said to the angel, You see, Mary was a wise woman. When they told her this, somebody would have said, well, if I'm going to be the mother of the Messiah, then let me go and sleep with my boyfriend or let me go and sleep with somebody. But verse 34, Mary said unto the angel, How shall this B, see, I know not a man. Which means that it is only by a man that you will naturally give birth. Then the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Can I have an amen? Amen. So it means that the Holy Spirit overshadowed the egg of the woman. Usually it's a sperm of a man that fertilizes the egg of a woman to bring forth a human being. But this time, is a spe- it is the Holy Spirit that overshadowed the egg of the woman. Amen. Amen. And so the child that came out, even though it came out as a human being, known as a son of man, the God factor was also in him. Because it is the sperm that produces the human being. So you realize that the life that actually was introduced into the egg was the life of God. That's the reason why Jesus on earth was both man and God. So he came as a man to live on earth. And the principle is that man must overcome, the, the man must save man. But the man that must save man must not be under the devil. But the life that was in Jesus was not produced by the, the sperm of a human being. And therefore his life was not also under, under the devil. So he was in a position to save man. So he camouflaged himself and came as a son of man. But inside of him was a quality not to bow to the devil. The first Adam bowed to the devil because of food. But the second Adam was also tempted. And he said that if you are the son of man, 
God convert these stones into bread. And he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from what? The word of God. So he realized that the second Adam, who had the life of God in him, was able to overcome the devil. So the life in him made him overcome. And that is why Jesus is known as the son of man. And so when you read Matthew, now back to the Matthew chapter 16, 13 to 17. Jesus said, who do men say that I the son of man am? And they said, some are saying you are John the Baptist. And this is where John the Baptist. And Elijah. And this is where Elijah. Jeremiah and one of the prophets. And he said, but who do you say that I am? Jesus asked a general question. Who do men say that I am? And they gave a general answer. Some say. Many people work with the some say. Some say you are this. Some say you are that. Some say you are. I think there's a song like that. Some say. Some say. Some say. But I say you are. You are my God. Yeah. Yeah. You are my God, I will shout your faith. It's a long time we sang it. Let's start it. Some say you. You're just a good man. Start it for us. One, two, one, two. Some say you're just a good man. Some say you are kind. Some say you in the grave and I say you're alive some say you're just a prophet some say you were wise some say you were just a man but I say you are God you are my God and I will shout your faith to all the Give God a hand of praise. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm trying to explain something to you. Why Jesus came. Amen. Since Jesus, bye. So he said. Then he said. Simon Peter answered and said, "If some are saying, he said, who do you say that I am?" Simple. That means that what is your conviction about me? It is important, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, that if you're ever going to be working with anybody in closeness of relationship, you must know who the person is. You must be convinced as to who the person is. 
that this is a, either a good person or a bad person. Is that right? Yeah. You see, if you're working with someone, say, Charlie, the guy is a thief. You will never be at ease. Every time, you, you, when your, your books are there, your money is there, whatever, you're always hungry. You can't sleep. <laughs> if you are there and your wife thinks that you are a, a, a womanizer, it, it will not make the relationship nice. Are you getting me? Yes. Yeah. In fact, if I'm with you and you, you think some way towards me and all those kind of things, and I know that that's the way you think towards me, I, don't, I think it's the beginning of the end of the relationship. That is why we do not act. Listen to me, I beg you. When you have any good relationship with anybody, don't accuse the person. Even if some things are fighting your mind, try and investigate and rectify things in your mind. Because the moment you open your mouth to make a declaration for the person to hear that you are this or you are that or you are that, that is the beginning of the end of the relationship. Mark it. Watch the mouth of these prophets. The day, that's why most people, their marriages end the day they begin to accuse. Most people certain good things, even their relation with certain people, the, the day they begin to think and say some things about them, that is the end of the whole thing. And listen to me, the fact that a certain bad thought has come into your mind does not mean believe it and vocalize it. Because after the thoughts, they will come. The devil wants you to separate. In this church, let me tell you, you can have 101 reasons to think that this is not a good church. You can have 101 reasons to believe that this is not a good pastor. You are even, even the, even the captain say, why, why is that today he has won this thing? But you, you can't even have a problem with it. Are you getting me? Yeah. Instead of looking at the generality of the person, the place or whatever, and say that, this is a, like even in Ghana, you will not enjoy Ghana if you start thinking that Ghana is a bad place. This is the place we have. And so you've got to adjust your heart and your mind to say that, Lord, I thank you for the fact that this is where I am. The work that you have, thank God for the work that God has given you. Can I have an amen? Amen. So your conviction about a person is important. If you are not convinced that I'm an anointed man of God, my mission will never bless you. As I'm passing, you say that. Now, Julo. Julo. Look at the thief. Look at the bad person. Look at this. He likes some people, he doesn't like some people. Meanwhile, you have not gotten close. If you got close, you know that I like everybody. Yeah. It's true. You have not gotten close. But you believe the story of somebody. What somebody said. Are you getting me? Uh-huh. So, Jesus, and listen to me. There's one thing. Recently, the Lord showed me something about Jesus. Jesus never got close to his accusers. All the scribes, watch it. The scribes, the Pharisees, and he rather fought them, and Jesus always escaped them. Jesus never had anything. Jesus never prayed for them. He never, he, he never prayed for them. He never had any interaction with them because he knew, he knew 
that they didn't like him. He was convinced. Am I teaching something to you? I'm helping you. So it means that when God has even blessed a man for his life and ministry to be a blessing to you, the way you think about him will stop his blessing from working in your life. And you know that because of Jesus, Israel became cursed. They said, let his blood be upon us. And so all the blood shed today in Israel is because of their dislike for Jesus. Your dislike for a person God brings into your life. Listen, your dislike for your father, eh? especially those of who are young with your fathers, do everything to honor your father. Do everything to honor your boss. Do everything. Do everything. Because the presence of a father or your boss in your life will determine your promotion or your demotion. What he says about your life. That is why Jesus honored his father. Amen. When he came, he honored his father. That is what the moment you dishonor a father. Your life is dishonored. Your life is equal to being cursed. You are, you, you are, you are, you will be walking. No matter the tongues you speak, no matter whatever, something will be fighting you. Invisible force. Something will fight you. It will fight you to the grave. Till you die. Are you learning something here? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why I'm, I've come to that, but I believe that God wants to speak to somebody. That as Jesus has come, he came to save us and go, you'll be saved from something. Listen, this world then is a place full of curses. The other day I read to you that the curses devour the earth. There are things that fight the earth. There are things that fight life. Fight marriages. Fight businesses. So you don't have to do anything to attract another curse. That is why you don't have to fail. Don't, don't fail in in paying your tithes because you open a door to fight your finances and other things will be devoured. Mm. And there are other things too that when you don't do right, more curses will come. The problems, may God deliver us from curses. Yeah. I will teach more on curses later on. I'm telling you, I have seen how curses operate and dwindle people to nothing. So anything you can do to avoid a curse in your life, please make sure that you will never do anything that somebody legitimately mm. and will say something. He may not say, he, won't, he may not open his mouth, but the fact that there's a certain pain in his heart, your father thinks about you, your mother thinks about you, your whatever thinks about you, and there's a, a legitimacy for the person to have pain in his heart against you. It's a dangerous thing. Yeah. That's why some students even don't do very well. Even though they are very intelligent, they did some things that some teachers, a teacher says something in their heart. That's it. They are finished. Finish. Last Sunday, one of the guys came after this time, he came. I was sitting and the Holy Ghost told me, this guy, he went to do something. Somebody spoke something. He, he told me he was about to die. He took him. And I told him that you, this, be careful about your life. You've gone to do something that something has been spoken against you. And I had to pray for him. 
Thank God that he, he came to the house of God because spiritual authorities can revoke things. Are you getting me? Yeah. Spiritual authorities can revoke things. Yeah. Spiritual authorities can revoke things. When Jacob cursed Reuben and the Reubenites were dying, go and read Genesis chapter 49. He said, you shall not excel because you went into your father's couch. He spoke against him. And then Simeon and Levi, you are instruments of cruelty. And he said that you shall not inherit. So they were, they were disinherited. But when Moses the patriarch came, Moses said in, in Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 6, let Reuben live and not die. So there was a revocation. And then Reuben, he spoke. Yeah, that's it. Let Reuben live and not die. Let not his men be few. There are men who are becoming few. The Reubenites were dying without reason. They didn't understand. But they had done something that was fighting them. Am, am, I, am I teaching you something here? Yes. Sure. Me, I believe in spiritual things. Spiritual things, they are real. Never, and listen to me, those of you who get up and speak against churches and men of God, don't do that. Has God called you to be a minister? And then you take a man of God, whether you believe him, whether he's all called, whatever, shut up, zip your lips up, and serve your God. Be in your own track, weed your weeding. Don't go, don't go and discuss any man of God, don't discuss any power of God. And yet you have the audacity that the person that God has called, if God doesn't like that person, God will kill that person or destroy that person. And there's a day of judgment that God Himself, you are not, you are, you are not over that person. So shut up. So that lizards and crocodiles don't enter into you. Am I teaching something here? Be, be careful. I don't know why, but I, something is terrible by that. Some people must be very careful. As the year is coming to an end, that you do not enter 2020 with some things. Amen. Amen. It is none of your business. Then you get up and then you have the effrontery. Speak against God's chosen servants. And say this and say that. Listen, the anointing can heal you, but it can hurt you. That anointing can kill you. How do I know that? When Ananias and Sapphira, they, 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 they spoke. Wake, wake her up. Wake her up. When Ananias and Sapphira, they, they, they lied. They lied. To God. What happened? Ananias went. And he said, why have you lied to the Lord? The Holy Spirit. I mean, there are things that when you do, you are doing against what? The Holy Spirit. And listen to me. Fathers are chosen by God. Are you following me? This man is a father. His children, whether they like it or not, they originated from him. So they can never ever under any circumstance be able to raise a voice against him. So if you have been a, a son or a daughter under somebody, you never lift your voice against the person, even in your moment of displeasure. And you do not also allow anybody to speak against your father because you have become, you, you have become partners to with the person. And when curses and problems are coming, you become a partaker of it. And not only that, but upon your children, your children's children. You see, when we are teaching you this, someone says, hey, the church, are they threatening us or cursing us? 
Me, I know it, so I'm practicing it. I'm only as a good pastor teaching you so that you do not go and put your head in front of I know some pastors, what they are doing is they are looking at it, they are waiting. One day, a certain pastor had done something, his bishop said, the wind is against him. And as he was walking out, he was shopping, he was going to the shopping center shopping. And he didn't know the wind was against him. But somebody who had heard said, hey, the guy, he looks like he seems to be flourishing at that time. But he didn't know the wind was against him. The wife left him. His life crumpled, his business, everything. Later on, what to eat was even a problem. What if you know you have hurt a father? This Christmas season, go to him. Kneel down. Humble yourself. Some of you talking how to your fathers. Humble yourself. No wife also here, no mother should be able to help your children to disrespect a father. Because your children seem to like and gravitate towards you. So when daddy says, and so when the man is coming, your children have given their father a nickname. And not a good nickname. Not a good nickname. And, and, and they seem to gravitate towards you and like you, like you more than, without his sperm, would they have come into the world? Am I preaching something here? Yeah. Do you know that I'm following the Spirit? When I began, I was going to lead us in prayer. But the Holy Ghost said, let us worship. Yeah, I'm following the Holy Spirit. I have my notes intact. Amen. And I'm somebody who is becoming very strict in my, the usage of my notes. But I believe that the Lord wants to deliver somebody here. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. So that you don't die prematurely. So that your life is not destroyed. So that there will be a turn around in your life. This is my 40th year of preaching. And 42nd year of coming to know Christ. So at least by the grace of God, one generation, I've seen a few things. Amen. Yeah, I just didn't arrive yesterday. Yeah, I just didn't arrive yesterday. And I could have done many things by the grace of God. So if I'm standing here and I'm sharing this with you, take this as a very serious thing. Yeah. One day, Bishop Ajin Asari introduced me in the meeting. Some pastors ago, I was going to minister. He said that, tell them how long you've been doing this. Let them know that the man coming to talk, his court is come to say is of the spirit and based on experience and everything. Amen. Amen. When your father is nice to you, it doesn't mean you are classmates with him. It doesn't mean you have a right to say anything. You must even be you must be very afraid of those who look very unassuming. Yes. And they will just speak in a casual, cursory manner. But it contains some things. Yeah. Let Ruby live and not die. It was Moses' word that saved them. And you know something? Simeon and Levi, they were all involved. They want to do something. Their father cares them. But when Moses came, Moses instituted, reinstituted Levi for Levi to become a priest. But Simeon was disinherited. So you and somebody, you can go and do something. Miriam and Aaron, they both stood against Moses. Is that not it? Yeah. But when leprosy came, who did it affect? Miriam. 
This is why some people get up and say, oh, you can do something. Say, nothing is happening, nothing. No, no. Because it looks like uh, Aaron has been freed. Yeah? Yeah. But do you know that Aaron eventually, eh, when they remove his priestly garment, they say, go and die. Just go and die. So there is always a judgment day for some things that you do, which you may not never relate it to what you are doing. Can I have an amen? amen? So Jesus said, who do men say that I am? So, see, I'm sharing this with you so that anytime you have having any dealing with anybody, convince yourself that who is this man? I'm convinced that this man is a good man. I've worked with him for many years. Oh, you don't need to say that. I'm, I am very convinced he's a good man. Yeah. Under every circumstance. And no matter what you come and say about me, uh, 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 about him to me. Even if you say I'm going to cut somebody's head, I will still stand with him. Oh yes. Even if there's an evidence, yes, he's killed, but he's still Elder Clement to us. We love him. He's a good person. You see, that's how to live with people. You don't just hear things or you don't feel one moment you like the person, one moment you hear something, no, then your attitude, no, you don't do that. When you do that, you can't marry. The reason why some people can't marry and have friends because when they see something that looks a little uncomely, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You must accept the person and know that this is a good person. He's a human being. There may be times he may overlook some things. There may be even some errors about him, but yet he's a good uncle, Clement. You always have to remember because when we had issues with the land and people were fighting us left and right, we had to go to Nungwa Traditional Council and all those things. You tell us, you, say, you sit down, you sit down, we will go ourselves. Don't worry. When others were trying to push us, you go, 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 say, you sit down. Let us go and face the thing ourselves. So I was like a Moses behind the scene, lifting my hands in intercession and prayer. One day, they said we co they couldn't find the church documents. Yes. There's something called Tufrim. When you go to Lance, you're there, they pull your document and then they go and put something in. They insert the same thing. They, they have changed the thing. And the director, what the Lance, they said they couldn't find our documents. And already somebody was trying to claim a portion of that. And especially this part that we have chosen to do the thing. We even said we'll buy the person another piece of They said no. They said this. And she went to bring some allergy and another thing. And they were fighting. They brought, they brought guns to this house, place, pistols. Yes. Threaten us. They've threatened us spiritually, threatened us physically. Yeah, they brought that thing to us, coming to shoot and everything. And then I fell, I ran away into the bushes to go and call on God. You see, some of you, when you are sitting here and you, you get up and you say something, you don't know what you are doing. You don't know how this place came up like that. So when you come and you see something raised up, You don't know how it came to be raised up. The life and the risks of people. Are you here with me? Yeah. I had to fall. I went to Kodiabe, inside the bushes of Kodiabe. No bed, nothing. I was just there praying, walking in the bushes, praying God. Because who, I didn't know anybody. No connection at the castle, no whatever, to go and say, this minister should go and speak. So I knew Jehovah God. Oh. Yeah. And had to go 
All I need is to shanda, shanda, laba, shanda, laba, shanda, laba, shanda, shaba, shaba. I was like a mad person in the bush. The mad person in the bush. I didn't take food. I didn't take anything. I went by myself. Just there. I, no water. Nothing. Just pray. After fasting and prayer, when the moment I came down, they said we have found the documents. Amen. Who do men say that I am? General question. Everybody will say anything about anybody. Mm. Everybody can say anybody. Some of you, you can say anything about the president. You can say anything about the enemy of state. You can say anybody who is walking around. You can say anything about the person. Because you don't know. You never know what is in a book until you have read it. Until you read this book, you never know what is in it. And until you read this book with a red cover, you will never know what is in this one. You never know what's in it. And you never know what is in, in, in these books until you have read it. Until you read it, you never know what's in it. So you never know until you have had a, a real encounter. Don't just get up. And don't let somebody's encounter with somebody let you override your thought pattern and judge the person that way. You'll make a mistake. You'll make a mistake. Am I teaching something here? So I'm still on this scripture. Then Peter said, so Jesus then said, if some say, who do you say that I, the son of man, am? Then Simon Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of who? The living God. So he started by saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? So Jesus is known as what? The son of man. But by the spirit, Peter was able to know that you are the son of the living God. Amen. Jesus was both the son of man to identify with our needs and the son of God. Eh? Son of God with spiritual qualities. Godly qualities. And that's the reason why being the son of God he had the power over principalities and powers. And as a son of God, he was able to overcome the force of darkness. So he's saying, you are the son of, listen to this, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Is that right? Watch this. Then verse 17. Then Jesus said this to him. Blessed are you, Simon by Jonah. By Jonah means son of John. By his son. Jonah there is John. Simon by Jonah. Flesh and blood has not revealed this thing unto you. It means that flesh and blood does not reveal God to you. He said, but my father who is in heaven. So it means that God the father was the one who revealed who the son was unto him. By means of the Holy Spirit. That's why it said, flesh and blood has not revealed this. Verse 18. But I say unto you, you are Peter. Watch it. I want to show you a little English language and a little spiritology. I show unto thee, thou art what? Peter, comma. And upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell eh, will not prevail against it. Thou art Peter. The word Peter there in the Greek is Petros, a little stone. And upon this rock, Petra, a large stone or a foundation, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So you can actually read this and say, you are Peter, 
and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. There's a sandwich construction over here. Now he said, thou art Peter, and upon this rock, what is the rock there? The rock was not Peter. Amen? Amen. The rock was not Peter. The rock was a principle. What's the principle? The principle that before anybody becomes a member of the church of the Lord, he said, upon this rock I will build my church. How will he build the church? He will build the church. How do you build something? Adding one unto another. Is that not it? I will build my church means that a person, God the Father must reveal the Son unto a person by means of the Holy Spirit. And the person must open his mouth and declare who Jesus is. That is why he said you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. So for anybody to be saved and anybody to become a member of the church of Jesus Christ, the person must publicly acknowledge Jesus as his Lord and Savior. It's upon this rock that I will build my church. So you are never a member of the church of Jesus Christ if you have not publicly confessed him as your Lord and your Savior. Amen. That is why we even do the baptism. The baptism is what is an outward expression of the in what faith that you have in the Lord. That you say, Lord, I thank you. Maybe you said it privately in your room, but it's a, you must open your mouth. So be one because one. Okay. according to Romans chapter nine, 10, verse 9 and 10, he says that with the heart we believe, with the Man, mouth confession is made. No with the heart we believe, with the mouth confession is made. Sister, if a man does not open his mouth to say, I love you, you're Irene. Irene, I love you. Who, I love you. Priscilla, I love you. Not even just I love you. You love me for what? Maybe you love my hair. Someone said, I dig you. A friend told, uh, told me that a girl told her, I dig you. And he asked a girl. I had a Pakistani friend when we were young. He said, he asked a girl, do you dig me with a hoe or you dig me with a, a cutlass? Mm -hmm. When the person says, I love you, shine. I love you. You love me for what? Maybe you love my Christmas, whatever. You love the way I walk. You love me for what? Say, I love you and I want to marry you. It must be specific. If the person has not made that statement clear, do not internalize anything. Do not assume anything. He can keep visiting you. It means nothing. Because he may just like your food, but not just want to marry you. Yeah. Some people like your food. Some people just like your company. You are a nice sister to work with. You are a nice brother or whatever. He has to open his mouth. So if you think that the person Odi Uhagro, Odi Uhagro, he said, brother, this plenty visit, uh, what does it mean? <laughs> yes, it must get to a point where you must pinpoint, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because Bible said, do not stir up love. So you are stirring something inside me. Tell the person, you stir something inside me. What do you also feel inside you? What do you think? Exactly. Declare your asset. No, no, no. Come and give me a high five. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. I hope you are getting me. I'm saying this because see, most people, they assume and they get disappointed. And the way he was walking with me, and the way they come and buy this for me, and the way he was doing this for me, the way he put his hand on my neck, and it means something. Maybe he's just used to, he's somebody who just like everybody, hello sister, hello sister, hello. so you have taken it. So at a certain point, when you say, Charlie, so what is the meaning of this? 
Let's settle it. Amen. Amen. If thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Verse 10. For with the mouth, verse 10, with the heart we believe unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That means that where there's no confession made, there's no salvation. Your confession is what brings you your particular salvation. Can I have an amen? Amen. Are you learning something here? Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus was known as what? The son of man. Papa. And Jesus also known as what? The son, son of, of God. God. Let me give you the son of God scripture. I'll give you one already. The son of God. You saw the scripture. But let me just give you another son of God scripture. Is somebody being, left, be, uh, uh, being blessed here? Yes. Listen. This world, there are, there are real forces. Is that right? One day, Mommy was the one who uh, went to pray and for them to inaugurate La, La Beach Hotel. And uh, there's a security man who said, one day, he saw certain fine girls. Fine, fine girls coming from the sea. From the sea to the hotel. Yeah. When you go to hotels, you, if, you, if you like this evening, go to Kempinski. And those are you will see some girls. But he said that not all of them are human beings. He said, the girl has a beautiful girls, but initially as they passed by, they were smelling of fish. They are spirit beings. Listen to me. They are, they are spirit beings, but for them to come and walk on, on the face of that and be with us, they have to take on bodies. So some of them will take on human bodies. Are you with me here? They will take on human body. Some of them will inhabit animals. So some of the animals that you see, the snakes and things, they are not ordinary. Some of them are like owls. Every time, a certain time, woo, 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 woo. They are spirit beings that are operating through those beds, through those cats. Are you here with me? Yeah, through those beds and through those cats and all those kinds of things. They are spirit beings. One day somebody, a lady... Picked a guy, you know, gave a lift. As you we were going along there, he turned the face, turned back, and the person was nowhere. The person had vanished from the car. <laughs> when it happens to you, what will you do? Ruby, I'm preaching to you, I'm looking somewhere. If it happens to you, what will you do? That's why I'm not looking at it. I pray that you have a visitation like that. Eh? You are walking with somebody, uh, some guy is holding your hand. Ruby, I like you. I like you. I like you. the next moment. You can't see the person. <laughs> eh? They are spirit beings. Some say spirit beings. I home. Eh? Ruby, you collapse four times before you realize that. Yeah. Yeah. That is why you have to be spiritual. Amen. Amen. And Bible says, henceforth, no we no man after the flesh. Hello? Henceforth, no, we know more after the flesh. Those of you who do hairdressing and you work on people and all those kind of things, you are shaking hands. Listen, not everybody who came there is ordinary. No, 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 not everyone who came around is ordinary. And just as also when you even see certain people too, they are not ordinary. Amen. Amen. There is something inside of them. There is something inside them. 
You have to learn to be spiritual. There are some women, the more they shake your hands, if you are not careful, you fornicate. When a woman shakes your hand and you begin to have, your, the direction of your something has changed. An erection will bring about a change in direction. <laughs> Listen, don't try to be spiritual. It's real. There are people, the moment you get close to them, you can see that there's a, a certain spirit. Don't you see some girls? Every time they're attracting some, and the people they attract around them. Every time, listen, if you're a girl, and all the time, guys get close to you, and all they want to do is to sleep with you, it means that there's a certain spirit that makes you attract those kinds of people. Not that there's a difference between somebody coming around you, like I'm interested, maybe I might want to, but if the moment they come, and you can see the whole motivation, crazy comes, I want to sleep with you. Ato comes, I want to sleep with you. Jones comes, I want to sleep with you. Whatever. And you, you have become sleeping something, then there's a problem. <laughs> Ask yourself, what is inside me? That makes all these people just, all they want to do is to come and sleep. It's like in church, you will see somebody who is some way, gossiping, bad attitude. And you will see that the moment a new person comes with that attitude, they go straight to them. They gravitate. It's a, it's a spiritual, there's something called transference of spirits and soul tie. I will teach on that in the coming year by the grace of God. Yeah. 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 And sometimes, sister, if that thing is happening to you, you probably have gone to do something, a certain spirit was transferred to you. Is that right? So you are attracting that kind of spirit. There are some men, the moment they sleep with you, you are never the same. There are some women, I'm telling you, your whole thing is part. Before the end of the year, pray. Anybody who was started kissing, kissing you, smooching, smooching you. You went to some place, they say you have done it on the choir, nobody saw it, but between you and God, and between you and the demons. The thing is there. He said, oh, I was only having some feelings. And let me tell you, it's not all the sisters in the church that are in Yama Snakes. Snakes. Are you here with me? Yeah. I won't talk about this church. But I've been to places. Look. And when you see the manifestation and their confession, you will see that if you know those, you will run away. You will never sleep with anybody that you are not married to. And listen to me. Let me say this. I don't know why I'm coming to this area. The other day I told you something, and recently I heard somebody also repeat it. A research that was done, that any time you sleep with somebody, it is not the sperm that the person has poured into you. The person has poured life, his life, the kind of life he has into you. Why do I say that? Man is trapatite in nature. Spirit, soul, and body. Are you here with me? Christmas day, but listen, I know Christmas time, I want to go to me, Jimmy. They say, catch me in also. As I said, he said, Dimi Bronya, Dimi Bronya, Dimi Bronya, Maba, Dimi Bronya, Bronya, Bodi Bronya, Bronya, Bodi Bronya, Bronya, Bodi Bronya. No, don't do that. You don't know what you are attracting. Bronya, Kwa. 
Phallus is talking about the genitalia. So you need your physical genitalia to have sex. But the person behind the sex is a spirit. Because man is a spirit. So you, Jake, you are a spirit. And I can know what is in you by the way you speak. A kind person speaks kindly. An evil person and a bitter person. When you see a bitter person, you see that all his language is bitter. I, I, sometimes when I meet people, I, all I do is I keep quiet. And I try to listen to them. Ask a question. When I listen to them, I know the kind of spirit that's in them. Just by the way they speak. Bitter spirit. So when the person with that kind of spirit is sleeping with you, he is pouring into you. Not, it is the, 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 the phallus. It's only like water hose. But inside the water hose is a real fluid. Are you getting me? Uh-huh. Am I preaching to you? So, the penis or the vagina is only a channel. But the real thing is what is pouring into you. So the spirit of the person is released into you by means of the penis. Are you here with me? So what, whatever is in the spirit of the person is released into you. So whatever is his character is released into you. What am I talking about? When you find a man who is very cool and then he gives birth. Don't you see the often that you see that the child is cool? When you see a man who works like this. Don't say sometimes the child is walking like that. When you see a man who is chesto, don't say a person walks chesto. Is that not it? Yeah. So, in the same way, too, what was poured into you that your child became like that physically, spiritually, what is in the person is releasing to you. So, when you sleep with the person, it's not that you have gone to wash yourself away. In fact, they found out that, that whatever is this life in the person travels into you. And stays in you and controls you. That's the reason why when you start sleeping with certain people, with time you begin to think like them and act like them. That is why, even when you see couples who have lived together for a long time, they be with time they begin to think alike and talk alike and act alike. But when you sleep with this person, sleep with that person, then there's a confusion of soul. We, we, We call it scattered soul. We call it what? Scattered soul. Into when you scattered emotion, into we subani ya bibi bibi, we ya subani say no subani say no subani we subani peradi aso tan o peradi aso on peradi o tan o o o pe bonsam 
Why a mess sharp? You, your life becomes busy, bazaar. This is Christmas preaching. So Jesus came as what? The Son of Man, and both the Son of God to a Son of Man for him to have a feeling of the way you feel. Your sexual life, your hungry life, your whatever, anything that you are going through, he has it. And then he came in also as a son of God to deliver you with the power of God against whatever is a difficulty in your life. Am I helping somebody here? So let me just give you the son of God one, and then we are done for today. First John chapter 5, verse 11 to 15 and 20. Jesus is the son of God. Now, uh -huh, before you get in there, you know, in John chapter 1, verse 1, and then, uh, 1 and 2 and verse 14, in the beginning was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Is that right? Good. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3, all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. Verse 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of the world. You know, and verse 5, you know, there was, and the light shineth in darkness, the darkness comprehended no verses. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. Is that right? Good. Verse 14. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt or tabernacled among what? Us. The word was made what? Flesh. So the word that was spoken was made what? Flesh to dwell. So any word must be made flesh. That is why Jesus the word was made flesh. By being given a body in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5. <laughs> so the word was spiritual but it was made flesh. So every word of God must be transferred from the realm of the spiritual into the natural. Amen? Are you learning something here? Okay. This one announces is Bible. Somebody say Bible. Okay. First John chapter 5, verse 11 to 15, and verse 20. And we are done. And this is the record. Everybody read it with me. And this is the record that God has given to us. Eternal life. Eternal life is God's own kind of life. It's called Zoe. Someone say Zoe. Zoe. And this life is in his son. So God's own kind of life is in his son. He that has a son has this life. So if you have Jesus, you have eternal life, which is God's own kind of life. Is that right? So it means that the moment you receive Jesus Christ, you, it is no more the life of Mr. Tagovi. But it is the Jesus life that comes to live in you that helps you to be able to overcome the weakness of Mr. Tagovi and the background that you are coming from. So when you become a Christian, it gives you the power to be able to overcome any witchcraft powers and any poverty spirit and anything that is from your father's house and your mother's house. If people couldn't travel, you can travel. If people can't buy dining table, you buy dining table. If people couldn't buy cars, you buy cars. Whatever was a limitation minus you because this time you have received the very life of God. That 
That is why when you become a Christian, you become a better person. He that has the son has this life. And he that has not the son of God, he that has not what? The son of God has not, has not what? This life. So anybody who has not received this Jesus has not got the life of God in him. Am I preaching? These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you believe on the name of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Verse 14 and 15. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask him anything according to his will, he hears us. And if, verse 15, if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, verse 20. Verse 20. And we know, everybody read it with me. We know that the son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know that, we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true. Even in his son Jesus Christ. So where are you? Oh, from this scripture, where are you? In his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. This is the true God and eternal life. So, Jesus is the true God, eternal life. And we are in him, the son of God. So, Jesus came both as a son of man and as a son of God so that our lives will be hid in him. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why my life is hid in Christ. Seated in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and mind and dominion and every name that is named. Hallelujah. So Jesus, number one, is the son of man. Number two, he's the son of God. Number three, he's the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6, he's the way, the truth, and the life. No one can go to the Father without him. So Jesus is the way because no sinner can enter into heaven without going through him. Hallelujah. Yeah. Without going through him. Now, how do you not go to heaven without going through him? Because Ephesians 1 says, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says that it is only through his blood in whom uh, Jesus is the way. Please, I beg you, understand this. Because if you don't understand this, in, in whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. So the, the, the blood of Jesus redeems us from sin and from condemnation. It is the purchasing currency that purchases you from sin, purchases you from the condemnation. So anything from your hometown, from your father's house and your mother's house, it is the blood of Jesus that buys you from that. So the blood of Jesus has bought you. And the word of God is a currency is that receipt to show that you have been bought. Can I have an amen? amen? In whom? So, through the blood of Jesus, our sins are wiped away. I said the blood of Jesus wipes away what? Our sins. Now, listen. If you go and you pick this, eh? these two phones from a shop, the moment you hold the phones like that, you're already a sinner. You're owing. Is that right? When you take it to the counter, when you get to the counter, you are owing. Let's say this is the two of them, maybe say six thousand. Is that right? You are owing six thousand cities. If you try to move out, you are in trouble. 
You hear, pee, 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 pee. security will come for you. But as you have held the thing, and then this beautiful lady comes, and then he says, I have some credit card, or have, I, I, pay, I made some purchases. I have some deposit with these people, so all this has been defrayed. Whatever you, you have bought, or you have put there, it has been bought for you already, paid for. That's it. The blood of Jesus paid for our sins. When you go and do something and then they arrest you and they take you to a law court, they sometimes say, come and pay a certain amount. It is only when you pay. That money is a redemption money that redeems you from the law court, redeems you from the hold of the state so that you become free. So the blood of Jesus is what redeems us. Now the blood of Jesus, the reason why it's able to redeem us is because it's not the blood of bulls and goats. The blood of bulls and goats does not save man. And the blood of other human beings does not save man. But the blood of Jesus saves man. That's why he said, in whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. So his, rich, his grace is so rich to take care of every kind of sin and every kind of negative that we have done. Can I have an amen? Do, do you understand that? That is why, that is what makes Jesus the way, the truth, and the life. He becomes the way because he has paid the price. So Jesus is like a signpost. Once you watch him, you have eternal life. Can I have an amen? Then finally, Jesus is the light. Somebody say, Jesus is the light. Okay. He's the light of the world. Um, John chapter 8 verse 12. John chapter 8 verse 12. John chapter 8 verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them saying, I am, everybody want to, I am the light. Listen, listen. What I'm teaching you, eh? I'm teaching you like in Bible school. Amen? Yeah. I lecture in Bible school Sunday. So I'm teaching you something very, very important. Which you teach theology students. So take it very serious. So that when someone says, who is Jesus? You can explain it. Jesus is who? Son of man. Son of God, he's the way, the truth, and the life. And he's also what? The light of the world. Hallelujah. Okay, read with me one, two. Jesus spoke again unto them saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Oh, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Someone say, I am the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. What does that mean? It means that when you follow Jesus, he takes darkness from our lives. He takes darkness. Any dark life is taken from you. He takes any dark life, any defeatist life, any sinful life, he takes it and you move away from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the gl glory of God. Colossians chapter 1. So write, re refer, reference. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. Colossians chapter 1, 13 and 14. When you go home, have Bible study with somebody. Say, ha let's have Christmas Bible study. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. Who has delivered us from the power of who? 
darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. In whom we have what? Redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. That is why the blood of Jesus is so powerful. The blood of Jesus is the only blood that is able to cleanse you from any kind of stain. Whether you went to cast somebody's head, you committed abortion, you insulted, whatever it is, is able to cleanse you. And the blood of Jesus, Jacob, the blood, Jake, the blood of Jesus, you know what it does? 13. He says that, verse 13, the blood of Jesus has delivered us from the power of darkness, translated us in the kingdom of his dear son. So, the, when Jesus becomes your light, you are delivered from the power of darkness. Whatever fights people from your hometown minus you. Whatever fights people in your father's family minus you. All the idols and all the forces, whatever it is, minus you. Tell somebody, minus me. Because Jesus is shining his light on me. Amen. Somebody shine light. Give me touch light. Touch light. Jesus is shining his light. Touch, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if you can, yeah. You see? You see? When you shine the light, you see, you, you see clearing. Is that not it? Yeah. When you shine the light, you will see all the spots and everything. When you shine the light, you can see the way they have done the hairdo and all those things. When you shine the light, you can see. So, the light of Christ makes you see, see things clearly. From today, may the light of Christ let you see glorious things. Favorable things. Experience anointing. See lands. Houses. Business opportunities. May you see your husband. May you see your wife. May you see international scholarships. May you have visas. May you build houses. May you see your new cars. May the light of Christ let you see glorious things. May glorious things happen to you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine on you. Because Jesus came and was born, may his birth bring salvation, bring help, bring honor, bring glory into your life. When Jesus came, he came as the light of the world. See that the Bible says that, and the light was the life of the world, development. Because Jesus has come, may you receive development. May your dressing change. I said, may your dressing change. May your dressing change. May your home change. May your food change. May everything you do around you, may it change and become better and better. In Jesus' name, somebody shout a big amen. Oh, come on, give God a better hand of praise. The light. Jesus, the light. Jesus, the light. Jesus, the light. Jesus, the light. Hallelujah. Jesus has become your light. We are going to pray and say, Lord, because Jesus is the light of the world, any good thing that I have not seen, may the light of the glory of God throw upon it for me to, to see. Let me see my husband, my wife, my children. Let anything that is a darkness around me be erased. Let me experience your grace and your glory in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He's the answer to everything. We bless you. Hallelujah. No Jesus, no life. Mm. 
Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no Jesus is the way. Jesus, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above Him, above Him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Do you have some questions in the corners of your mind? Traces of discouragement and peace you cannot find. Reflections of your past seem to face you every day. But one thing I know for sure is that Jesus is the way. Everybody say, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above yeah. and there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above John 14, 13 and 14, he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So just in a few minutes, you want to talk to God and say, whatever you are believing him to do in this season, say, Lord, may you stretch forth your hand and do it in my life in Jesus' name. Just talk to God right now. Whatever your needs are, talk to him right now. He's a prayer hearing, a prayer answering God. He's a miracle worker. He'll work miracles in your life. He'll cause his grace to come upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus. Ilosto Brasi Kerina Dosi. Ikanosundi Italatandia. Ikinimanasini Krikatasindia. Arat Isende Brekatasindia. Talk to him now. Talk to him now. Talk to him now. Yes, 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 yes. May he be a light in your life. Yes. He came as a son of man to feel your feelings. To feel your feelings. Yes. Whatever feelings you are going through. Whatever disappointments and pain you are going through, open your mouth and just talk to him right now in the name of Jesus. Make the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Who is Jesus? He's a son of God. He's a resurrection and a life. He's a resurrection and a life. Hey, mama, Moriana, la basinda, Hey Jesus, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May God, we want to pray the Lord, may you do amazing things in my life. May you do glorious things in my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. In Luke chapter 5, verse number 25 and 26, 
there was a man who was paralyzed and Bible says that Jesus spoke to him and raised him from the paralyzed situation and the Bible says that in fact from 24 Jesus 24 but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins he said to the man who was paralyzed I say to you arise take up your bed and go to your house and immediately he rose up before them took up what he had been lying on and departed to his own house you will depart your own house it means that you have your own house I say you have your own house this man was paralyzed and Jesus told him rise up and walk today Jesus is telling you to rise up and walk he said start from 23 I think you understand 23 he said your sins are forgiven you or say to you rise up and walk but that you may know that the son of man has power to forgive Jesus was the son of man to this man at that time and will sympathize with his situation and therefore told him to rise up and he immediately rose up and the Bible says that 25 he rose up before them took up what he had been lying on, on and departed to his own house glorifying God and they were all amazed and they glorified God so he said they were amazed and they were filled with fear saying we have seen strange things today whatever is yours that is crippled may it rise up may God do strange things in your life that people will say that we have seen strange things strange things someone says strange things that means I want one there 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 Yes, I would you know there. Yeah, I'll be a man. I want you, man. Oh, yeah. for you. Amen. You want to lift your voice and say, Lord, let things be done such that people will glorify you. Let people see. Listen, I was with mommy some years ago and a childhood friend of mine saw me. He said, I, I wouldn't make whom I was saying to me. Is that not what she said? She listened. She was the one who when she was going to eat, she would never eat till I have come around. She would share her food with me. She was the one who taught me quite time when I had any difficulty I would go to her Sarah she took care of me I would go and weep on her her parents would give me money give me pancake whatever she knew my condition so years later when she saw me 
married and as a man of God, mm. she saw that something great has been mm. done in this guy's mm. life. Mm. And she said, I, I have seen you and I've got goose pimples. Mm. Goose pimples. Goose, goose bumps. Thank you. You attended a, a better school. Goose bumps. My class one teacher was Mr. Bolabi. He was your uncle, eh? Uh, he had hair in his ear. Oh, that is why, you see, I have been looking for somebody who was in the lineage of Mr. Bolabi to do him good. Because Mr. Bolabi used to hold my hand. I remember him very well. My class one teacher used to hold my hand. And hold my, I was a little boy, hold my hand like that. Take me to school. I remember him with the hair in the ear. You know, the hair and a dark man. Roundish hair and his socks, long socks with his pen over there. I remember him very well. Oh, Father, bless, bless Uncle Clement because of Mr. Bolabi. For Mr. Bolabi holding my hand, taking me to school. Let his lineage be blessed. May they be favored mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, today is Christmas Day. The chicken is waiting for us. But I want you to do something spiritual. Pray that Lord, may strange things be done in my life. Let spirit resources come. I don't know how it's going to come. But let resources come. Yes, Lord. Is somebody here with me? I used to tell some of my uh, pastors and young friends in the church that I want Uber. I want a car that I will navigate and walk around. I don't want to always be around. I want a smaller car that I'll be driving in sometimes, traffic and all those things. And I was just there. And somebody came in. One day he came to person came to me, shook my hand. And I heard, so what is it? It was car key for a small car. I got something better than the Uber, the Matisse and Go. It's, it's, it's a bit. When I said I wanted the Uber, they said the Uber is too small, it's dangerous, whatever, and all those things because of security. And somebody just bought it. I didn't ask the person nothing. Somebody just from somewhere just came and just he came, the person came to me after shaking my hand. He said, Take it. Hey, I'm on Listen, somebody, you think that what you need, you need so much money, so how will it happen? Somewhere in course of last year, that's when I got a Prado. Is that, is that, was it, is it this year? This year. This is it this year? I went somewhere. And then this young man said, there's a the car power parked somewhere. They said, Daddy, why don't you look at this car? I didn't have any money for it. I had no plan to go and get any car, whatever. So I, I moved away from her. They said, and the guy said, Daddy. And sometimes you see, a still small voice, somebody, God will be speaking to you through somebody very unassuming. So, they have put the car there, and I said, okay, you, 
the way the guy is putting, give me pressure, let me just go and uh, look inside. Then now as I went, I sat inside, then I said, I know. So later on, I told someone, okay, go and check the way the car looks and whether it's, it's okay, whatever. Then the person said, it's okay. And the person deliberately tried to move on very bad road to, to try to find a fault with it. And that was what I, to find out whether it really was. Say so, I try, I did this, but the, it was a good car. It's a, it's a good car. Then the question now comes: Where is the money? But somehow, as I went to sit in the car and came out of it, and they finished, my faith was raised up, and God in His sovereignty, God in His goodness just provide that. We didn't know how, how we're going to get the money. But God, within a short time, provided the money. Because God knows that I need the car to be able to go to the villages and go to places to go and pray. Recently, we went to pass out uh, uh, Fred's father's well. The road to the water region, very bad. If it wasn't for this car, by the time I, I, I couldn't have been in church the following day. You know, so I want you to know that God will do strange things. Amen. Pray that anything that is, looks strange that must be done in your life, may the Lord do it for you. Amen. I don't know how the husband will come, but the Lord will provide the husband. Amen. I don't know what the doctors have said, but the child will come. Amen. The business door will open. Amen. When they look at the economic parameter, things don't seem good, but the God of goodness will let good things happen to your life. So I want you to pray that may you rise up. Bible says that he rose up, took up what he lay on. Whatever is a shame that you are lying on, you are taking it up. You are not lying on it again. And he departed to his own house. You are departing to your own house. Amen. You are getting, some of you, what you have is your father's house. You are getting your own house. What you have is somebody's business. You are having your own business. Amen. What you have is somebody's money. You have your own money. Amen. What you wear are somebody's clothing. You have your own clothing. May God let you depart your own house. Amen. Come out from that negative condition. Amen. And 26. May people say that God, God has done amazing things. 26. Amazing things. Don't say amazing things. Amazing things. Say Father. Do strange things, do strange things. In, my life. in my life. Amazing things. Amazing things. Turn my story around. Turn my story around. May the doors of grace, May the doors of grace. And, glory and glory open unto me. Open unto me. Let people say, Let people say that, God that God has been good unto me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command every closed door, I command every closed door to be open. To be open. In Jesus' name, Jesus. Let miracles, let miracles, 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 breakthroughs locate my life. As I clap my hands, I celebrate my victory. I celebrate my victory. Come on, clap your hands, somebody. Come on, clap your hands, somebody. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, celebrate the goodness of God. Celebrate the goodness of God. Celebrate. 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 Call on forth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. 
Open your testimony. Open your testimony. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Pray. Pray. God of miracles. God of miracles. Pray. Pray. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord. Lord. Let there be a change. Let there be a change. May I experience. May I experience. The rest of your glory. The rest of your glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Lift those hands and thank the Lord. Yes, Lord.